Establishing connection. Designation DJ. Dude link connected. Designation J row. Dude link connected. Designation Scotty. Dude link connected. Designation Raven. Dude link connected. Designation Vixie. Dude link unavailable. Destination Dudetopia. Hello, this is Dudes Out for Freedom. I am DJ. I've got J-Row the Offendo here with me. That's me. Jay Scotty. What's up, everybody? And Raven. What's up, guys? Unfortunately, Vixie will not be joining us this month. All right, so what do you guys want to start with? Apparently, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077. Whew. So that trailer was amazing. Definitely was was an eye catcher for me. I can't wait to see it uh, come to fruition. Play it next year. Uh, what's the release date on that? Not uh, soon enough. Uh, April or it's spring of twenty twenty. I can't remember exactly which month. I'm still going with not soon enough. That's what I say. That's what little dude said as well. Is it's not soon enough. So I I wonder if Keanu Reeves was actually planned for that. According, like, if you watch the actual introduction to the thing, he actually comes out on stage and says that they approached him and he was like, yeah, this sounds awesome. So. Okay, so I I wasn't really following, like, the E3 thing. I was just watching the trailer. Yeah, like, he came out on stage and it had a picture of, the character in the background and it's like spot on for um visual uh continuity too like like it was definitely designed after him that is really awesome i can't wait to play it and see what all the shenanigans is all about in that game yep i'm definitely looking forward to it and i apologize if anybody can hear the fireworks going off behind me of course they'd start as soon as i started recording (laughs) oh yeah you got that utah pioneer day thing right that's not, that, that's not for another month. July, yeah. Okay. See, I'm, I'm already getting disconnected from Utah. It's just like fading in the back of my mind. It looks kick-ass. I've never played it, seen it, but that trailer was cool, and I want to play it now. That is that is all I have for it, unfortunately. Well, of course you've never played it. It's not out yet. And the, the game that it's based off of is a tabletop game, and you don't do the tabletop gaming. That's more of a thing that Raven and I do, and it's been years since we played Cyberpunk. I don't know. Actually, Raven, when was the last time you played Cyberpunk? Um, probably last time you did. Uh, but it was awesome back then. I, I wanted to play tabletop games. It's just, unfortunately, I was a little bit behind in, in the circle of friends for you that I, uh, you know, you moved away. <laughs> That's you know, true. I was a bad friend, and I moved away. Well, well. First of all, you, your parents moved away, and then you left, and I'm like, I ain't got no one to play tabletop games with. Yeah, because you won't talk to me about it. And you were like all married with a kid and all of that when I was still single and hanging out with all the bros for three, four days straight, getting all funky, smelling, and playing Dungeons and Dragons and drinking Mountain Dew. Well, because that's a staple. You got to do that. 
That's the life. That sounds mm. wonderful. It wasn't. <laughs> like looking back on it, it's like, no, that that was not a good time in life. It like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, what the hell was I thinking? I mean, yeah, I had fun, but we could have came back to it the next day after taking a shower. It, we didn't have to play for 10 hours straight and then take like three hours to take a nap and then play for 10 more hours and then nap time and then put marshmallow frosting on one dude's lip to make it look like somebody jizzed on his face while he was sleeping. While he's still sleeping. And then he wakes up and is like, real mature guys and leaves. (laughs) (laughs) And then we kept, then we kept playing and it was awesome. that that. No, it was not him. It was somebody else. He was one of the ones putting uh, the mushroom, uh, the marshmallow whipped cream on him. Actually, I think he was the one who did it. And then he was like, well, screw it. And then we killed the dude's character with a dire badger. I'm kind of surprised that Calvin didn't just do the real thing. Well, because the rest of us were awake. He yeah, there were had like four the other dudes there that would have been like, well, man, well, man, put that away. <laughs> That's true. This was the 90s, early 2000s. Today, that would that's just was- a party. <laughs> It was early 2000s, and today he would have been sued for sexual assault. No, because it was another dude. I mean, even if it was just the marshmallow, it still would have been sexual assault because... That's probably true. Yeah. So that was back in the day when we played our whole ton of Dungeons & Dragons and never once completed a campaign. Damn, you're worse than those kids on uh, Stranger Things. No, on Stranger Things, they actually complete a campaign. That's why I said you're worse. Yeah. In fact, they complete a campaign in like the first episode of every season. It's like, oh, it's time to fight the Demigorgon. Not that you would know because you haven't watched Stranger Things. Has anybody here watched Stranger Things other than me? It's on my list of things to do. That's what I forgot to do. I can't binge watch two seasons while I'm trying to catch up on Dude, it's 16 episodes. It's only 16 hours of your life. I think it's 17 episodes. Yeah, yeah, but it still cuts into my anime time. You can't catch up on two different things at once. It's, uh, it's just I, well, not good. I, can. I beg oh. to differ that one. I binged in one weekend Stranger Things and The Man in the High Castle. Thank you very Wait. much. So you did binge all of Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you've That's like seen the third time it? I've done it. All right. Dude, oh, I love I love that show. Stranger Things season three and Dude Cast three dudes out for freedom is going to be dropping on the same day. How about that? No, what sucks is we have no idea what's happening in this next season. Um, a lot of things. Shut up, Raven. You don't even know. The, the, there, there's like eight episodes worth of stuff that's going to happen. Yeah, you know based what? I bet's going to happen. Based on numbers, I'm going to put a bet down on this one. I bet Steve's going to get the shit beat out of him by a human after kicking some major monster ass. Because for some reason, Steve kicks ass against monsters, but against humans, ass kicked every time. Right, and that's happened every season. So, yeah. So you got to keep up the trend. Yeah, absolutely. Steve's- but what's even funnier is the you know the douchebags that beat him up. You know they almost get eaten or died by the uh, by the demogorgons or whatever and um he turns into a big hero and they're like oh man yeah he's like the bomb i love steve he's he started out a character i was like i don't think i'm gonna like this douche and then he was like yeah and then you end up feeling sorry for him in the second season (laughs) 
and you start I, and you start with what's her name you're like man she's kind of cute i like her and then in the second season you're like what a bitch i don't feel bad for steve at all in the second season he's better than that he doesn't need her he can get better than that no what, I, what i'm saying is just you know you're bullshit it's all bullshit everything's bullshit and it's like uh screw you yeah I, anyway. I, yeah, I forgot about that episode. Yeah, I did feel bad. Yeah, that's for what I'm talking moment. about. Is that one when she broke up with him or? Yeah, I spaced that. I was re- I was thinking of season two as a whole and I didn't feel bad for him because after that, he just was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to keep living my life and kicking some Demogorgon ass. And he does it in the best way possible. Plus, he was the only one there available for uh, the other only the other coolest character with the teeth. Yeah. Dude, I'm looking forward to Dustin. Uh, Dustin. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finding out if uh, D'Artagnan survived. I think he did. I think I'd put money on him surviving. I'm really hoping that he survived. And in because the, they like to do the whole. Each kid has like some connection to the D&D classes. And I want to say that in this season, he's going to be like a warlock or something where he has his little pet demon thing that's helping him kick ass. That's what I'm hoping happens. I think that that, that is uh, very probable. I really do. Such a, it really is a good show. You guys are missing out on something. It's, it's a great show. And if you're uh, a fan, of, said and if you're a fan of the eighties, like I am, Oh, eighties movies, eighties TV shows. So good. Well, I definitely recommend wait, which anime are you watching? Like which anime are you binging to catch up on? Me? Uh, I just finished watching uh, Visions and um, watching uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Wait, what was the first one you said you broke up? Uh, Revisions. Okay, well, you can stop with Evangelion. It'll be there after Stranger Things is finished being caught up on. And it's not that good anyway. Whoa! (laughs) Shots fired! Whoa, hold on a minute there, guy. Am I about to get am I about to get mobbed again? I mean, episode one, it was FPSs. What did I say in episode two? <laughs> they got everybody. I don't know, but what it's the not hell, me. guy? <laughs> You're not yeah. gonna get mobbed by me. <laughs> I said it. Evangelion is not that great. There are better animes out there. Yeah, there's t- yeah. there's Attack on Titan that's better. Oh my god, don't even get me started <laughs> on that one. It it's not dubbed. That's that's my issue with that. What? I'd watch it. I'd watch Attack on Titan all all day long, but I don't want to read the the titles. Oh, you can uh, the subs when when I'm going to sleep. They're they're dubbed on Hulu. Bullshit. Did, did you say bullshit or well shit? Well shit. Okay, because uh, that's where that's where Elizabeth and I were watching them was was on Hulu. We're still waiting for the third season to come out dubbed because I hate subtitles. I don't mind them. But I gotta be awake for that shit, and I watch a lot of anime when I'm in bed. And well, let me let me put it this way: I I turn subtitles on when I'm watching anything, uh, just so that if I miss a word, I can reference it. Because a lot of the time, my hearing kind of sucks, so I'm like, uh, what did they say? Okay, I caught that. So if I have to straight up read, I won't catch anything in the show. So, as far as Evangelion goes, it's like a psychological giant robot anime. You want a better one? Watch Fafnir in the Azure. That one is like a thousand times better. What's that? Fapping in the Azure? Fafnir in the Azure. And it's a hell you spell that. Fapping in the Azure. You spell it F A F N E R I N G. 
I N. No, no, you're T. thinking about the hentai version, which is fapping in the. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so you said Fafner and Narai? Yeah, something like that. Fapping in her eye? Fapping, fapping in her. Oh, never Fafner mind. Fafner and Azure. Like, did Microsoft have to buy that? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, Garganti and the Verdian. Uh, I'd have to look it up. But Gargantia is an awesome mecha anime too. Uh, Big O. Big O. Yeah, I've been catching back up on, or not catching back up. I've been rewatching that one. Macross um, is a good one. Macross. Macross, yeah. I love Macross. Um, I've been watching Tekamon Blade 2 again. I watched the first three, and then I was like, wow, this didn't age well. <laughs> which one's Tekamon Blade? I know I've watched it with you. It's the one where they are transformed into the alien armor things. If this show sucks, oh, I'm yeah. going to be so pissed at you. If, if Yeah, with... <laughs> <laughs> full full disclosure on uh, full disclosure on my end here. I am not a huge fan of animes, so uh, I'm trying not to make fun of y'all. Aquarion's a good one. Aquarion. I did not like Aquarion, but Jade liked it. So yeah, I don't know why I didn't like it. There was just something about it that was weird. But my point being that Stranger Things is definitely a higher priority than Evangelion. <laughs> yes. 100%. Especially with the new season dropping soon. Yeah, if, especially with the new season dropping on the 4th of July. Yeah, it's going to be pretty darn good. I hope. It looks pretty good. The trailers for season three look pretty good. Yes, they it's do. definitely got that George Romero feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I'm glad we I'm glad we talked about this. I'm glad that we segued away from Cyberpunk. <laughs> that was a very this. natural segue too. It was. <laughs> oh man. Oh Jade was watching a movie the other day that had Keanu in it and he was playing Whoa. himself, but he was a total douche in the movie. I get he pissed himself off. in every movie. He's a really good actor. I've decided he's a really He's the same guy in every movie. Don't get me wrong. I love Keanu Reeves. I actually think he is one of the best out there. And quite frankly, his private life is really cool too. But he, he, he plays himself you know, from pretty much every movie. Come on, name a movie. That he's playing something other than himself? Yeah. Um, fuck, what was the name of that movie? Please wait while Googling. Yeah, no kidding. I am going to have to Google this real quick because I don't remember all of his movies. He's he's got so many. You got Google Assistant. Hey, Google. Yeah, that's not going to work with Keanu. Yes, Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is the best actor in the world. He's a kick-ass guy who is also very personable in his personal life. Did you hear about the one where the plane got stranded in Bakersfield, California. He called a bus for everybody. Isn't that great? What else can I tell you about <laughs> He was definitely playing something different in The Devil's Advocate and The Replacements. And Sweet no. November. Not that anybody saw Sweet November. Right. Nobody saw Sweet November. 
I think to this day, nobody has seen Sweet November. And there's this movie called Keanu. He was definitely something other than Keanu in that movie. Whoa. He's in a lot of movies. <laughs> well, yeah. Dude, he's going to be in Toy Story 4. Keanu Reeves? Who's he playing? He's voicing Duke Kaboom. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I didn't know that he was going to be in Toy Story I 4. I didn't either. Bill and Ted face the music. They definitely need to rename that. I hope they do. I'm really hoping that when it when the trailer actually comes out for it, it's like t- Bill and Ted's uh, ludicrous fate or something. Like you, they need to go back to using those really off the wall words, right? All them surfer words. See, see the first one was uh, excellent adventure, right? Yeah, excellent. And then bogus journey. Yeah, so the last one would have to be like a bodacious fate or something like that. People getting all pissed off because they've cast uh, Bill and Ted's daughters in it. Why are they getting pissed off about that? That was a part of the story the whole time was their family. Because in Bill and Ted bogus journey, they had sons and now they're casting daughters instead of sons. And everybody's like, no, they had sons. What are you doing? All of this SJW stuff getting shoved down my throat. And I'm like, dude, they're casting 20 somethings. Like the sons would be damn near 40 years old at this point. Uh, or yeah, they'd be in their thirties, forties. And these are like young 20 somethings. It's possible that Bill and Ted had more than one kid each. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. It looks like it's going to be pretty good because it's Bill and Ted. And I have no idea what's going on with it other than it's got Keanu in it. Um, does the same guy play, um, the other one? Yeah. Alex Winter and Keanu are both in it. And William Sadler is going to be playing death. What did what did Alex Winters do after that? Did he did he just like become an accountant or something? I think he became a producer for a while. Huh. I can't remember exactly what he did. He interesting. I'm reading up on what does the Google say? He is interesting. What did he do? What's the Google say? He became an activist for privacy, pi, uh, anti piracy stuff. Well, those movies probably were pirated a lot, Which to be honest. Which is weird, because he became... I'm trying to figure out exactly what he was advocating for, because he was fighting against the media, claiming that Napster was a huge threat because of digital piracy, which it was. <laughs> he was right. He got it right. Hit that nail right on the head. And then he made some documentaries about the deep web or the dark web. Specifically Silk Road, Bitcoin, and other stuff like that. He was collaborator and like writer, producer, director. He did that kind of stuff. He went behind the camera, it looks like. No, he would have been typecast. I don't know how Keanu Reeves got out of that. Uh, the Matrix. I know how Keanu got out of that. How's that? So he had Bill and Ted. And then right after Bill and Ted Bogus Journey, he made this movie called Speed. Mm. Isn't that a movie about a bus that had to speed and if it's speed drop below a certain speed it would blow up can't yes. remember the name of it I think something it was called like the, that the movie i think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down i, I enjoy <laughs> your homer simpson reference there just so you know there you go did y'all get that reference mm. <laughs> i got it obviously i know you did obviously johnny mnemonic came out right after speed oh yeah yeah, that, that was a good one. Which is the movie that makes him perfect to play Johnny Silverhand in uh, Cyberpunk 2077. 
Can't believe. Yeah, it, it does. <clears throat> and then I after that, he had chain reaction. Point Break. Jeez. Dude. Dude. Point Break. Was that already? Did I skip that? How did I skip yeah. that? No, Point Break came out before Bogus Journey. I know. Point Break. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I skipped <laughs> over it, because I started at Bogus Journey. But yeah, Point Break, and then from there he went to Speed, Johnny Mnemonic, Chain Reaction, Devil's Advocate, and then The Matrix. Oh, Chain Reaction was a good one. Then The Replacements, and then a whole shitload of movies that nobody's ever heard of, like Matrix Reloaded. Whoever heard of that? What is Constantine, that? Nobody def- definitely nobody saw Constantine. Nope. Mm-mm. A Scanner Darkly. He just went into some really weird stuff. Yeah. Speaking of piracy. Yes, pirates. Alex Winter, Alex Winter's stuff on that. And did you hear that piracy's making a comeback? What? Did it ever leave? Yeah. So it turns out that piracy was dying because of Netflix. Well, yeah. Well, why do we have to pirate it when we can just rent it for a very low price for everything? Yeah, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Between the three of them, they had... And Voodoo, they had got a lockdown on streaming movies, and it was just really easy to get a hold of your movies and watch them. And right, okay. Why do I need to pirate? It's so easy to just go over to Netflix and watch whatever I want. Yeah. yeah. So it was so easy that all these other companies were like, "Hey, instead of going through Netflix, why don't we just create our own streaming service and take a hundred percent of the profits?" So they started creating their own stuff, right? All right. Mm-hmm. So what did the consumers decide to do? Well, they don't want to pay 130 bucks a month for several streaming services. Because yeah, that's usually cause... what your Comcast bill turns into and there's nothing on. Yep. Yeah, that's what they said. They said, well, I'm not going back to that shit I did with cable where I'm paying a hundred and something dollars for multiple different channels that have nothing that I want to watch. And half of them I don't watch because... I'm waiting for the one show I want on there. I'm just going to go over to this website that has all of the shows that I want. And it's a pirate. It's like I'm pirating it and I'm streaming it illegally, but who cares? I'm just going to watch it. A lot of, a lot of people care, including Alex Winters. I don't know. I'm kind of, it kind of looked like he might not care. I'm not sure what his stance on that was. I might have to look into that more, (laughs) but Uh, if you're advocating against piracy, I'm sure he was against it but i'm not sure if he was advocating against it because at one point he was saying that people were lying about how much piracy was going on on napster and as you may recall napster had a whole lot of piracy going on napster was piracy (laughs) that was the whole whole basis exactly the weakest argument it's a share platform and we're just sharing so someone puts one up there uh, they're just sharing it It, it's just people who don't have the ability to rip their already owned albums can download the songs that they already have no people are going over there and they're just getting the one song off of the album that was good. Yeah, I know I got to Napster a lot, so... Platforms like Napster were killed by things like Amazon Music, where you can go and you can just buy an MP3 of the single song you like, and you're good. Yep. iTunes, Amazon, Google Play Music, between the three of them, they've virtually killed piracy with music. Mm Mm-hmm. What did the record industry do? 
they said, hey, I like this new model where we're just we're spent if we're selling them for a dollar fifty and per song. If somebody wants to buy the whole album, we'll sell them the album at a cheaper rate. And they went with it. They embraced letting other people sell their shit instead of trying to own it all themselves. Yep. Well, during that time, too, uh, I picture a world where you're in a meeting with Steve Jobs and Steve is like, we're going to launch this new thing called iTunes. You can sell the album for X amount of dollars or whatever, but the individual tracks can be purchased as well. And it has to be 99 cents. Now, I don't know what the age of the record company is, but during that time, it's mostly, you know, the older generation and they're like, that is outrageous. That's stupid. Nobody's going to buy it. And, you know, Steve Jobs, you know, stroking his chin going like, hmm, you guys have no idea. And then he just takes over with iTunes, making that convenient. So that was a big driver to have Napster change their way of, you know, approaching the entertainment industry um, because they did try to go the legitimate route after the Metallica thing, but it just really didn't pan out. So the guy that helped work with Napster, I believe, spun off and did Spotify. Hmm. Yeah, and things like Spotify, Pandora, all that came up and it has made the record industry a whole lot better and there's a whole lot less piracy and the people who are pirating now were people that you were never going to get to purchase your stuff legitimately ever. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's true. People on the video side of it, these are people who have been purchasing your stuff legitimately and then you're starting to make it too expensive for them. So they're going to go somewhere else where they can get it for free. And now getting them back is going to be more difficult. And yeah. as it is now, Disney owns 66% of Hulu. They're starting up their Disney Plus. Uh, by this time next year, we're probably going to be talking about how Disney is facing an antitrust suit from somebody suing them. And it's going to end the same way that it ended for Paramount back in the 50s. And all of the production studios aren't going to be allowed to own their own streaming services anymore. It's going to be all forced to be third party so that there's actual competition and you don't have all of the exclusive stuff. And that'll be pretty sweet once that finally happens. Mm. But well, in the meantime, we're all going to get raped. Well, in the meantime, I'm just after I'm done watching season three of Stranger Things, I'm going to be canceling my Netflix and I'm going to focus on watching anime on my anime apps and anime is another place where they're experiencing a whole lot of problems with piracy. Well, because everyone wants it dubbed, not subbed, and that's easier to find pirated than anywhere else. Yeah. Funimation has a crappy app for, like, their app uh, doesn't show my entire queue, so everything that I have saved, it only shows, like, eight of them. They've known about it for years. They haven't fixed it. Uh, there's no reason to fix it because they have no competition. Nobody else is offering dubbed stuff. VRV is the only one offering dubbed anime and searching. Like there's no way to search just for dubbed. It's either dub like dubbed and subbed or all merged together on there. And you have to just kind of scroll through their whole catalog, looking for one that has a little dub icon next to it. It's stupid. Crunchyroll commissioned a survey last year. And found that 60% of anime watchers pirate their anime. They have never, in the years that this has been going on, they have never been able to get that number 
that actually purchase it legitimately in America over 50%. And it's because their streaming options just suck. Wow. For a minute, it was getting better because Crunchyroll and Funimation came together, had a deal going on. Funimation aired the dubbed version. Crunchyroll had the subbed version. And a lot of anime was making it to America. And at the height of that, they were almost to 50%. And then Funimation and Sony decided to cut their end of the deal, back out of the whole thing, and things just started plummeting again. Hmm. Well, as a consumer, like, I pay for convenience. And it would be nice to have everything in a centralized location. I mean, yeah, it's good to have that competition with like Funimation and Crunchyroll and that kind of thing. But it's it's like the the bigger platforms like Netflix would be you know ideal because Netflix does have an animated section. It's not uh, everything that you know Funimation or Crunchyroll provides, but it's pretty decent and. Personally, I'd like to see something like that get merged over into Netflix to where Netflix has those options because they have the flow, the funding and everything like that to make things happen. Well, and I like the idea of having different genres have their own streaming service so that if you are more interested in anime, all you need is this one service and all the anime that is streamable is there. Like, even the the Netflix original anime series, it's made by Netflix, and Netflix gets royalties off of whoever buys the rights to stream it, but it, it's this service is the one, primarily where you go to, to get it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Kind of a... It's that whole a la carte thing. Hey, I really like sci-fi and anime, uh, so I'm going to go with these two, and only these two, but... You know, that whole a la carte thing does not ever seem to take off, and it's really aggravating. With streaming services, the way they really need to set it up is it needs to all be third party, or even different production companies can own their own, like they do with television stations. But it, they need to think of it the same way they do with the, the television station, where we exclusively have this on our station for a year, and then it goes into syndication and people can come and they can pay us money and then they can air our episodes. And that's how it should be. There should be, there should never be any exclusive, like you can't stream this because you don't have the rights. It should just be Netflix can go to Fox and pay what everybody else is paying to have the right to air Simpsons. And that's how it is. And then Netflix should be the one who's like, okay, well, I'm instead of having you pay for uh, $15, $20 for your entire subscription. Yeah, they should be cutting it up. Like, well, if you only want the anime portion of our subscription and it's the same with anime, they should be able to go to Funimation, Crunchyroll, Anaplex, whoever else is still out there doing dubbing and subbing of official dubs and subs. And they should be able to go to them and say, Hey, I'm going to pay you this much money for this series. That's in your catalog or this much money for your entire catalog to be able to stream it. And yeah, there should just be like a limit on how long it can be exclusive on your platform before anybody else can come to you and pay a base price that's advertised to everyone. No, yeah. no backdoor deals where they come in and say, oh, well, I'm going to pay you or we want to own this 
And Sony comes back and says, well, if you give us $30 million, then you can have this. No, it should be a price that's available. I should be able to start my own streaming service, sit down, spend a couple months building a website that can do streaming. And I should be able to go to Sony and have a spot where I can see exactly how much it would cost me to get the rights to air their catalog. Mm-hmm. Or portions thereof. I mean, I can do that right now with the record industry. If I wanted to start playing music on here, there's three websites that I can go to. And those websites will tell me exactly who I have to contact and how much it would cost to get the catalog that has like all of Frank Sinatra's music and gives me the right to air it on my podcast. Yeah, and they're they're fairly cheap too. I mean, I'm not saying uh, it's going to be the same way with the movie or the TV industry or anything like that. But like, it's a fair, it's a fair price to pay that monthly fee or whatever, have that contract agreement. As long as it's a fair price, then everybody can benefit from that. Yep. And then the competition at that point comes down to who has the better streaming app. And then competition starts happening there and you start getting innovation and streaming. You start getting better compression. You start getting higher quality videos, you start getting new features in your streaming that you didn't even know you wanted, but right now we're not getting it. You start getting Funimation saying, hey, our queue only shows eight videos. People have quit using our app because VRV's queue shows all of their videos. We need to fix this. Otherwise, the alternative is somebody goes and finds a website that has a thousand different advertisements on it, turns on their ad blocker, and just watches the video there. Wait, does that work? I cannot confirm. I still legitimately, like I will only watch something that I legitimately have paid for. I don't, if I can't find it easy, I will say, oh, well, it's not worth it. And I just won't watch it. So I, my time is limited. I'm not going to go out of my way searching for something to be like, oh, I got to watch this. So I'm going to go and find it illegally. So, so that means listeners, let us know uh, on our Facebook page, Dudes of Altaria. Dudes from Altaria, Facebook slash Dudes from Altaria, or you can go to our Reddit, which is slash r slash Dudes from Altaria. When did we get a Reddit? We've always had one. I just never advertised it before. Oh, that could be why it's just pretty dead then. Oh, it's very dead. <laughs> yeah, it's a very dead Reddit. <laughs> I haven't done the custom, like I've done the research and I know how to customize it and I have a, a test re- subreddit that... I've started to like get what our style is going to look like down on the test subreddit, but I haven't actually applied it to the main one yet. Yeah, is I was gonna say yeah, it must be pretty dead one. Even most of us don't know about it. Oh, I think I was the first person to know about it. Um, I think you're the only person until now who knew about it. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> that means you're dead to us. Yeah. It, the thing is, I haven't said anything about it because I wanted to sit down and actually get it looking good before I said something about it. But I haven't been getting it looking good because I'm like, oh, well, I've got other things to do, like write and world build and all that fun jazz. Yeah, so I, I should probably been do more of that too. On the podcast stuff as much as I probably should have. Well, I'm I'm assuming that we'll more than likely get more foot traffic to our Facebook page, but everybody is welcome to come down to the Reddit page if they want to post there. So, And I will happily steal any memes that you put on there and I will put them on the Facebook page 
maybe so long as I think that they're appropriate for Facebook and not like, let's face it, Reddit has some pretty inappropriate memes. Oh, but they're funny as hell. Oh, dude, I know. I laugh so hard at so many memes that I find on Reddit. Depends on how deep and how far the rabbit hole you want to go down. Ding, ding. How <laughs> deep? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, we're bad. We're so bad. I really, oh, I really meant to get a bell. I'm so mad. I can't believe you forgot the bell again. I know. I'm mad that I didn't. Gra- uh, I didn't bring home the one that I had in my hand. I haven't gone to Cal Ranch in a while, so I couldn't get that cowbell I promised last episode. Ooh, that would have yeah. been good. Oh wait, no, I couldn't get the go. cowbell because you wanted a specific sound from the cowbell. So I didn't realize that was a place to go for a cowbell. Yeah, did cow you say bell- that last time? I didn't say where I went, but yeah, Cal oh. Ranch or IFA are two good places to they're the two places that I had gone that day. Okay. I think I went to tractor supply as well. I don't know if tractor supply has cow bells, but they probably do. No, I used to deliver shit to all of those places. Now I don't. You, yeah. The next time you come up here, you, we should go over and like try out some cowbells. Well, there's a cow ranch down here that he can go to. Yeah. There's one in rest Jordan. There's even a Smith and Edwards. Fine. Be that way. Yeah, Smith and Ed- I'm I'm not a big fan of Smith and Edwards because last time I was at their store, I was standing at the counter in the back, the gun counter, waiting for like wanting to purchase a a firearm, and it took twenty minutes for them to even. Oh, have you been home? Oh, you're looking for that? It's down there. That's why I go to pawn shops for firearms. They're small and they're right on it. Uh, all of mine I bought brand new. <laughs> Yeah, I don't do firearms. Sorry, guys. Well, that's because you live in wherever that is. Hell. Because he's a commie. He. I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> From the dudes he used to work with, he has gone shooting with them. So I do know he shoots firearms. So. So, yeah, if, if I had to choose a brand, I'm definitely a fan of SIGs. Um, that's just. Ever since I was introduced to them, I like the way they fill in my hand. I like the way they shoot. Uh, they're pretty awesome. Ding, ding. Oh, yeah, that would be another bell. Those it? are definitely <laughs> bells. I like the way it fills in my hand and the way that it shoots. Glory, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord, we're going down the wrong place here. This is the part where Vixie would chime in like, I'm glad that I was muted. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing her ass off. <laughs> uh, if you're going to laugh your ass off, don't mute it. We want to hear that too. No, she muted herself so much. And she was playing ESO the entire time we recorded. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And she then all of a sudden would pop in with, I have some really good stuff to say. I can't do an accent. Otherwise I would have, but you know. Yeah. She always had something good to say. Every time she, she piped in, it was very useful. It was mm-hmm. pretty good. I was, uh, I was impressed that she, uh, you know, I was able to, that's got to be more than double task, uh, triple multi. I guess it is multitask technically, but yeah, you know. Yeah, she was multitasking. I, so I found out after we were recording at the same time that she was normally doing her live Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. So she canceled her Twitch stream. And I was like, why did you cancel it? Like, yeah. You were playing ESO anyway. You might as well have just had your Twitch stream going and people could have heard the stuff that we were talking about on the Twitch stream and it would have been weird, but entertaining. Whatever. So hmm. yeah. 
And and free advertising for us on her Twitch stream. Exactly. Yeah. Today she's not Twitch streaming because she was supposed to be house sitting and she didn't join us, unfortunately, but apparently she has to either be playing a game to be recording with us or, you know, not at all. She, she has, she's got to do the two things together. Well, maybe next time we'll get her to record with us and it'll be awesome again. And yeah, I'd, I'd plug her Twitch stream, but it's really hard to find in the U S is it, you can find it like on the website. If you search specifically for it, it'll pull up, but like any of the apps, the, the Twitch apps, it won't pull up at all, even searching specifically for it Yeah, I guess by name. I guess when I joined it, I joined it from the link that came up in her Discord status. So, huh. I didn't think I don't, that we would be, like, barred from seeing, you know, outside of the U.S. Twitch streams. Yeah, but, like, when I searched for it by her... Uh, Twitch channel name on the computer, it pulled right up. Um, but yeah, my computer's having issues. I gotta fix it. But when I pulled it up, like on my Xbox uh, Twitch app, searching for it by name, it won't pull it up. Interesting. My Twitch app pisses me off because I was like, oh, hey, I can just like cast my Twitch app to my Chromecast and watch Twitch there. And it'll play for like three to 10 seconds and then it'll start buffering and it'll buffer for several minutes and then play three to 10 seconds, then buffer for several minutes. And I cannot figure out why it's almost like it's trying to do ultra HD, even though I don't have a Chromecast capable of doing ultra HD. Yeah. Chromecast ultra is pretty, pretty nice. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. And I think that's what the app is trying to do is just use the features from the Chromecast ultra, not even. The, and I think I got it to work for a little bit by going in and manually setting it to like the lowest resolution. All right. Mm -hmm. So she hasn't streamed on Twitch in like two weeks because she's been sick, I think. And yeah, she's on Twitch as Kunovix. So I don't have the link right here in front of me, but I think it's just twitch.tv slash. I ran Give me a second. I think it's twitch.tv slash Kunovix, but link it on our, uh, link it on our, Social medias. I did not too long ago. A couple of weeks ago, I linked it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how I, I initially pulled it up is through that. And on Podbean, where we are hosted in the description for our podcast, episode two, the link to her stuff was there too. All right, cool. Because I am not a total douchebag dude. Well... <laughs> People think that I don't like to give credit to people and help them out. Yeah, it's twitch.tv slash Kunovix. Yeah. Spelled K-U-N-O-V-I-X. I just pulled it up and got the uh, the screen that says it is for mature audiences. It's for mature audiences? I haven't ever seen anything mature on there. I'm not logged in, but it's that's what it pop uh pops up if i log in it probably will go away oh well, i guess I believe if you drop a few f-bombs that's probably why you have to label it that way probably can you see vixie dropping an f-bomb she didn't drop a single f-bomb and we were f-bombing it up oh, yeah. like four yeah besides in her action it wouldn't sound that bad either it's true so 
She needs four more followers to become an associate with Twitch so that she can start getting revenue from them. So yeah, definitely go and follow her so that she can start getting revenue. And then I got my Twitch Prime going. Nice. Because J-Row informed me that my Amazon Prime gets me free Twitch Prime. So I got those linked up. And as soon as she's available to start getting revenue, I'm just going to subscribe to her and help her out because she's about the only Twitch person that I can stand watching. So, Well, you are welcome. I will... uh... I'll even get uh, Anthony to hop onto that. Yep. So there we have it. That was a. So on my side, it shows her as having 47 followers. Um, you know, I could have swore the other day she had 48. So Twitch might not be showing all of them. Uh, it has. It, it had been showing 46 until I just followed her because I also enjoy her channel. Okay, well, let me refresh, and now it says 47, and there you go. Starfire Ravenglass is following her. I see that. Ravenglass. I am, uh, I'm not finding the link on Facebook. I think I, I think it was only on there for a couple of hours while she was actually doing a live stream. I put it up there and was like, hey, Vixie's live streaming now. Go check it out. I say we give her free plugs. Maybe her followers will yeah i will definitely do that well it's, just, especially now that we've gone over how to properly find it yeah how do you do that i will i, <laughs> you, uh, you I wonder coach, if it'll now you type in kuno uh, mix and hopefully it works uh i'm gonna have to check it on my uh my uh, xbox app see if it pulls up now that i've followed her on uh my computer see if that works and hers is the one that has like videos that are labeled nz for new zealand because she's a new zealander so yeah for those who were unaware there it is vixie is from new zealand because apparently scotty didn't pick up on that no no i did not (laughs) how did you not pick up on that (laughs) i think we even talked about it well she talked about how it her friend needed something in New Zealand dollars and he didn't put two and two together that she was also from New Zealand. Huh? Yeah. I I heard the accent. I couldn't place it and I didn't want to ask, but at the same time, like exactly what uh, DJ said, I didn't put that together to make it click that, Oh, you're from New Zealand. (laughs) But she cleared that up immediately after we quit recording. And he was like, so, Vixie, let's talk for a minute and get to know each other. Yep. <laughs> Who are you and how do you know DJ? Which was a great, great, uh, great story. <laughs> oh, that is. That's, that's a story for another time. <laughs> cool. Hey, so I just started following. Uh, what, what is, uh, what's it popping up as who's following her? Uh, I see Alliant0205. It's Anthony. Okay. I guess oh, Anthony's following her now. Yeah, Anthony is. He's going to be like, what What the hell is this? And you're going to be like, follow her. <laughs> she, she needs two needs, more, right? Uh, yeah, two more, and then she will be good. So right there, in the middle of our recording, she picked up two more people because of me plugging. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I started okay, it. Okay, we'll give Raven the credit this time. Look at that. He is kind of a man of his word. He said he'd give credit where credit's due, and he did it. 
Yeah, but you only brought it up because I plugged it on the Facebook a couple weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, it was totally Raven. Raven, you got you got her a couple more follows. I mean, yeah, I'll give Raven all of the credit on this one. Wow, you are so generous. I can't even. Wow. Like my heart so is pounding you, with Raven. your generosity. <laughs> Worship me for the generous guy that I am. Uh, but if I do that, that'll go to your head and it'll swallow even and be able to get you out of the house. Right? I can barely get out of the house with the ego that I have already. I was going to say, if it hasn't swallowed him yet, it's not going to. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to swallow him, just he won't oh, be able to go ding, outside. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things even my ego doesn't swallow. All right. So let's move on from Cyberpunk 2077 to our next <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later. I thought, it was, I thought it was the piracy thing. Oh, dude. I mean... We're just kind of going, man. We have no official outline this time. We're going by the seat of our pants, and all of this has been a segue from 2077. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Speaking of it, you know, the trailer on it makes these guys look pretty damn real. And that leads us into the next topic, which would be the Uncanny Valley and... Shit, what was the other part? Deep fakes. Deep fakes, that's the one. <clears throat> Sorry, I've had a couple beverages here. Um, so, for anybody that is not aware, the Uncanny Valley is essentially, you know, if you're picturing a valley, it's us going down into the very bottom where we are not comfortable with the way um, animated characters look as to humans because there's just something not quite right, like maybe some dead eyes or the mouth isn't moving just right and whatnot. And it's kind of off-putting. However, on the after you reach the bottom and start climbing up the other side, it starts to get to the point where you're like, Oh, this looks a lot more real and it's a little bit more uh, easy to watch. And you're not turned off by something. It's like a, it's it's an actual mental block type of a thing where you're looking at it and you're like, this just does not feel right. And one of the first instances of this was the polar express with Tom Hanks. It was kind of creepy watching it because it just didn't feel right. And if you guys haven't seen it, go watch it, actually, all that story altogether. But it was a little off-putting just because I couldn't, I mean, I, at the time, I couldn't put my finger on why it looked so weird. So as animation has advanced, started watching things like, I remember being pretty awestruck by the trailer for World of Warcraft, actually, at how real it looked. But because the dwarf isn't a real person, it wasn't so off-putting. Bear looked amazing. You guys know what trailer I'm talking about? Yeah, where the dwarf hunter is attacking with his bear companion. I can't remember yeah. exactly what happens in it. It was a long time ago. It was for Vanilla WoW. It was the opening cinematic. Um, yeah, it was. So anyway, so you know, we start moving up, and now we start seeing things like in uh, Rouge One or Rogue One. That Rebel movie? The Rebel movie. <laughs> where you had Tarkin... Uh, throughout the movie and oh god that was no that was not good it was bad as that was leia was worse but when you saw his face you're like something's you know it it looks almost real so basically the point of that is as time's gone on and they're getting better and better 
that's that's where we're at with the with the uncanny valleys. We're starting to get to the point where we're going to start coming back up the other side to start accepting that these animated characters are real, at least to our eye. The biggest issue is AI just requires artificial intelligence to be able to get it, and it just can't quite capture all the minor, minute little face movements and ticks that people have when they're talking. Uh, no, it, it totally can. It totally can. It's just Tarkin didn't do it because Disney cut corners. They could have made that look absolutely amazing, both him and Leia, because there are movies out right now that have scenes in them where the actor that you see in the scene wasn't even there. John Wick has some scenes in it where Keanu wasn't the one who was there. They had to superimpose his face on some on a stuntman's face, and it looks perfect. It's flawless. Well, see, that's a different thing, though. That's that's not a full animated person. That is the tra- sensor tracking that they use in the green, in, you know, in the green screen suits to be able to capture those little mo- little movements. No, it's, um, a Tarkin but, and Leia was the same thing. It, they were just superimposing a face on top of another person's face, and they had all of the tracking and all that. And when it comes to uh, realistic looking CG, just take a look at at the trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake, and you will see that it's gotten to that point where they're pretty realistic in what this stuff can do. Yes, that's the key, though. Pretty realistic. I'm talking completely realistic. That That's the that's what I'm talking about, the uncanny valleys, that we're close to climbing up the other side and, ex, you know, and having our brains accept that this fake person is real. But right now we can't because there's just something off about it. Unless it is overtly animated, it's it's off putting. That's what I'm talking about. Now, as far as with the superimposing, that's what that's kind of what deep fakes are. They can take a person from a simple image or another video. Like I think one of the first ones that came out had something to do with Ronald Reagan talking, but it was somebody else that they imposed and the AI can take the audio and actually change the voice. So I can talk in my voice, but the Intel, the AI will take it and change my voice to sound like the, the host person, you know, the, the person I'm pretending to be. And that was a few years ago that that happened. And it cost a lot of money and it took a lot of time. Well, now it's actually gotten to the point where you can do these deep fakes on your phone. And it's kind of starting to become, you know, it's, it's a lot of it's right now being done with basically porn. They'll superimpose your favorite actor's face. And it's almost realistic of, you know, them being in a porn movie. Or uh, even more recently, did you guys see the video of Jennifer Lawrence having her face <laughs> replaced with... Uh, I can never remember his name. The guy with the teeth. Steve Buscemi. With Steve Buscemi. <laughs> see, and he got it. I said the guy with the teeth, and he says Steve Buscemi. See? Anyway, did you guys see that video? <laughs> no, I, I haven't. It's, I haven't. It's actually it's really damn funny. Another one was on one of the late night shows. This one I did not see, but I did hear it. One of these actors can do a really spot-on impersonation of Schwarzenegger. And so every time he did the impersonation of Schwarzenegger, his face changed and it looked exactly like Arnold. So they're starting to become a lot more prevalent and not to, I don't want to get politically into weeds, 
it is becoming something that people are afraid of because you could take a video of somebody and superimpose the president, not necessarily Trump, but any president saying something that's completely off kilter that could get them in a lot of trouble or, you know, saying something to start a war when they didn't actually say it. And because they are done so well now, they're almost impossible to prove as false. And I think that that point in time, that that point in time that we're doing now is that we're not going to, we're not going to be in that position of believing these videos for very long, maybe a couple of years before it starts to really switch over to, well, that's got to be a fake video. That's got to be a fake video type of a thing. But there, there's a couple of years where it can become a real serious issue if it's not, you know, if we're not careful with it. And I know there are a lot of people out there that would love to cause problems like that. So my whole point to this spiel was simply that it's a really awesome technology. But it it does bring a whole new uh, meaning to fake news, though. Yeah, it does. Very much so. On the plus side, Adobe has already created an AI that can detect the digital alterations and display exactly what was changed in these kind of things. See, and and that's good because, like I said, I mean, the, the amount of time that passes between when negative issues start popping up is going to be very minimal, but it has the potential of causing great harm and damage to the world. Oh, it'll still cause great harm and damage because nobody ever wants to research it. They'll just see the video and say, oh, my gosh. That's yeah, exactly. Um, but then it'll eventually get back to the other side of it. Of where, On the world you know, stage, it won't cause a problem because Putin's not going to be like that. He's going to be like, I want proof that he actually said it. Uh, so we're know. not going to have a well. He might be like, oh, but once it comes out, like, oh no, we've done this analysis on the world stage. As far as like world leaders go, nobody's going to act on them because there's going to be the analysis done, and there's going to be the intelligence committees that are like, nope, somebody totally created this fake thing. But in the meantime, the media is going to run with it, and people are going to see it, and they're just going to make their initial judgments and stick with the judgment no matter how many times it's disproven so that's just unfortunately the way it is that's even if they run a retraction on on it to say hey well this was fake sorry guys right but the the plus side in the hollywood end of things is that um i think what you're going to end up seeing a lot of is uh actors aren't going to really act anymore they're going to have just stand-ins and then sell the the rights of their likeness to specific movies, and they basically won't ever have to even act again. And that'll be interesting, and I think it will get there pretty soon, maybe next five to ten years. They're going to pull at Wesley Snipes? What? Yep. But the the good news on that is is that likeness marketing can be applied to even random Joes when, once it be, gets that far. And all they need is a specific look. Well, you have the look we're looking for. We just want to buy your likeness. Yeah. So I'll be able to Wesley Snipes it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No. No, you're too fat. What if they need a fat guy for a comedy, but all they got is like a really skinny guy who's really funny? Then they'll find me and I'll just do it. uh, But I'm going to the gym now, (laughs) so I'm going to be skinny. So boom. No, I'd actually really like to see the technology behind this because uh, so far they haven't been able to get it just right. Um, and that's due to uh, the situational position of where the person is to the scene. 
like when you're doing movies, for example, you know, they're outside and they're in a field or something like that. And the sun is in a certain position and the lighting around that person uh, is in a certain shade or whatever. When you transpose somebody's face or computer generated whatever onto that person, you can definitely tell it's fake because the lighting's off. And teaching AI how to kind of reanalyze frame by frame on how that's supposed to look in this scene would be astronomical as far as like uh, mathematics goes to kind of have it analyze and do that kind of thing. Because technically, uh, when you're doing stuff like that, I would assume that you're just like regular animators. You have to look at it frame by frame to you know, make sure that the scene is correct, that there's the proper lighting on the character and everything and like that to make it look more realistic. I mean, I definitely agree with you that we're getting there, but um, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, tech, that's the technology behind it for me is just really curious because are we just having like a team of programmers that's going to try and figure this out or what? No, I think that they are going to write AI to help them write more code for additional AIs. They're essentially going to have developmental AIs to develop other AIs. We're slowly building Skynet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's where the, the programmers come into play, right? So yeah. you, you have like your animators. They like one of the things you can do is like look at your face in the mirror and you're talking to yourself in the mirror and you know how your mannerisms are in your face. Mm -hmm. You're almost like needing an animator that's also a programmer to help teach the AI on how to respond correctly when you're talking or doing certain gestures and everything like that so that your face or the face that you're transposing reflects the same nature as the person would. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying is that, yeah, that might be it. But I think how they're going to really find their way around that is they're going to, instead of diving into the the coding and the mathematical standpoint, like you said, to have the AI do that, they're going to have, they're going to program AI to help them program the other one to, to dive into that particular uh. situation. So, I mean, it's, it's very close to, we're starting to move closer and closer to artificial general intelligence, which is in itself kind of a scary situation. Also, I mean, regular AI is one that, but that's a whole nother topic anyway. But anyway, it's getting to that point that, yeah, I mean, every deep fake I've, I've seen to this day, it's all done in a controlled lighting environment. So it's a lot easier for it to be accomplished. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, like you're saying with the sun, you know, with the natural lighting and shadows and whatnot, um, especially moving. They, they, yeah, they're working with that right now, but um, they've already passed the first hurdle, which is just being able to do it in a controlled lighting environment. Gotcha. I mean, it's not really that difficult to do it without the controlled lighting environment. You go in, you create a light source in whatever application you're using, get it to the right shades and all that, and just set it to render. And it'll render with the digital light source that reproduces the look of the original light source on the new face or whatever. Yeah, but saying and doing are two totally different things on that. Well, you, you just need an animator who knows what they're doing and they go in, they spend a couple of hours getting everything calibrated, right? And then they start rendering and it takes, at that point, the AI takes over and says, okay, well, here's my digital light source that I have to reproduce on this face and 
it puts that light source in the same position as this where the sun would be and it works out from there the eventually we'll get to a point where the ai is going to be able to look at the face and say well this is where that light source should be and you don't even need the animator but for right now it's only a couple of hours worth of work and you've got an artificial light source in the computer that the AI can use to render the entire scene with somebody else's face on another person. But is it realistic? Yeah, it'll, it's realistic. The problem is most people don't want to pay for an animator who actually has that skill. Are there animators that do? Yeah. There's like I said, there's a lot of movies out that you go and see and you have no idea that you're not like the person who's on screen is not the person that you think is on screen. Like in the last fast and the furious movie, there's a couple scenes where Vin Diesel's not really on screen because he had a beef going on with the rock. So if there was any scenes where the two of them were actually in the shot together, one of them was digitally imposed and you couldn't tell which one was digitally imposed. Yeah. Well, it it started way back in, what was it, um, Beowulf with Angelina Jolie. That's when they started working on on that uh, deep fake layering on uh, real life actors. And to be honest, it was a horrid movie because of that. <laughs> but for a starting point, it's a starting point. You, th- they've done significant improvements since then. Yeah. And in all honesty, yeah, I mean, I, I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, I, I can't say we'll never get there because in all reality, 10 years ago, nobody, nobody had heard about this concept. Really, it was so much in its infancy. But now it's now to the point that, like I said, you, you can create it on your phone. I mean, there are app, apps out there that you can get that you can take a video and superimpose Steve Buscemi's face on Jennifer Lawrence's body. And you have something that's very fun and hilarious to watch because you're like, this isn't right. I don't know why, but it isn't. Well, you do know why, but. Yeah, you know why, because for some reason, Steve Buscemi on Jennifer Lawrence's body is more attractive than. Wait. (laughs) 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 Uh, But anyway, so that's all, you know, that was just the big thing is that, you know, it can be uh, it's, it's heading into a territory where it's going to be really cool. It's, really awesome technology but it can be used nefariously it will be used nefariously and i just hope that there are people in the world that don't respond to it in a fashion that that causes it bigger issues than there actually are even though it likely will indeed indeed a rooney that's that's my rant y'all that's my rant hey y'all hey <laughs> Uh yeah. So what are we going to move into now? Now that we've segued away from video games again, are we going to segue back to video games or do we want to talk about something else? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I had the one topic and that was all I had. Actually, I had the two and we covered both of them. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It puts the lotion puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again. Oh my god. You guys it puts the lotion the on the skin. Oh, that's uh, right. What game? Evil Genius? I haven't played that in a long time. But you did play it, right? 
That's your house, yeah. Hey, look yeah. at that. You guys have had sex through evil genius. What? <laughs> Here you go again. First, it's Scotty and I were touching dicks. <laughs> what is it with you, Offendo? <laughs> Uh, I think you just said it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, his comments about Scotty and I touching dicks was the last podcast. So go listen to that one if you want to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's two, that was the second podcast. Uh, this is the third. So there is a first one as well that you can listen to in case you haven't. Right. You don't need to listen to them in order. But if you are wondering. If you want to know our opinion on... Uh, end game go watch the first one if you want to know what i'm talking about with scotty and i touching dicks go listen to the second one and no raven and i did not have sex through a computer (laughs) (laughs) you guys you guys didn't uh uh viper strike that shit (laughs) striking vipers that's what it's called oh my god you know what i'm talking about oh i like black mirror I am a guess, Have you guys seen Black Mirror? I watched one episode. <laughs> I, I've been told I should watch it's, it, but I haven't. Okay, so the premise of Black Mirror is really simple. Uh, basically, turn your phone off, turn your you know TV off, whatever, and you see yourself. It's Black Mirror. The whole purpose of it is just kind of cautionary tales about what could happen with all of our wonderful technology. One of the best episodes... Uh, to to prove that point was one that had Bryce Dallas Howard in it, where your entire life is set up based on social points and China and Google are doing this now is, and they believe expect to have the program fully rolled out by the end of next year. Um, But basically you can rate people. And if you have a high rating, you can ride the train or you can rent a car or fly in first class. But if you have a lower rating, you can't do any of that shit and you hey, didn't the Orville have an episode about this. Yes, it did. It did have an, it did have an episode about it. Um, it was pull. I don't know. I know that the Orville did it after black mirror did it, but um, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that that's where the writers took the idea for almost black mirror because it was done about three years ago or something like that, three or four years ago. But <clears throat> excuse me. anyway, so that's like one of the best, obvious episodes and there are some that are really creepy like the first one you pull up it's about the prime minister of britain where he the uh he has sex with a pig princess the princess got got kidnapped and this guy is like and the the person that kidnapped her sends a video and says you know you have to have sex with a pig and this is like all these rules on how to do it and so of course he spends the whole episode trying to figure it out figure out if he's gonna have to do it or if not and in the end he ends up having sex with the pig but the uh i'll leave what happens with the kidnapper to you watching it but what kind of started this whole conversation with the touch of dicks thing um is the most recent season the first episode is called striking vipers and these are spoilers so i i wouldn't spoil alert the other episodes because it's been out long enough for you to watch it but uh i'll spoil spoiler alert the striking vipers basically it's a street fighter or a mortal combat type video game but it's in full on virtual reality where you feel everything you all your senses are available in the world that you go into so these two guys that have been friends forever go into the world with this ai stuff and they kind of fight each other and then 
at some point they'll all of a sudden just start kissing. Now one's a dude, one's one dude is playing a dude, and one dude is playing a chick. And so they they end up kissing and then having sex and all that kind of stuff. And they're trying to figure out after that, are we gay? Do we do we like each other that way? And they, you know, so meet up to try to figure that out. Oh so, boy. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. But again, <laughs> it comes down to where VR is going as a cautionary tale. I mean, I have no doubt that one, that one day we're going to be able to have something like that where sensors are be, are, will be able to be placed on our bodies and we'll be able to feel everything that happens to us in a video game. That sounds like the movie Gamer. Have you seen that movie? Yes. I have not seen that movie, but I do know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Gerard Butler. There's, uh, there's an AI, uh, AR augmented reality um, system out there that... Um, that kind of has that in place with uh, ultrasonics Mm -hmm. and uh, one person was able to send an image with tactile sensation of a car engine revving that they were able to reach out and touch the engine and feel the vibrations that's pretty cool in in a virtual space see there you go and uh, i forget which one that uh, that one is None of this is okay. I don't like any of this. It creeps me out. Oh, you, oh if you watch Black Mirror, man, there's a lot more. There's stuff covering I, drones. I know. I've watched... I didn't watch the episode with the Prime Minister. I watched a different episode in the first season. Which one? And, Was it the one with the contacts? Uh, no, I don't think... Wait, what contacts? Yeah, like you, everything gets recorded in your life and you can just rewind your life and look at something from before. Nope, it wasn't that one. Oh, that's a good one, too. There, Dude. I can't remember which episode it was, but it was weird. And I was like, okay, that's too weird for me. And which is strange because growing up, I love Twilight Zone and Outer Limits. And it's very reminiscent of those. But I don't know. Just really. It's because you're like to avoid my... cautionary tales like a commie. Oh, you red no. bastard. You're a commie. That's why you're oh. not watching it. Oh, you did not. Oh, I'm going to have to change my mind i'm not going to so (laughs) anyway so yeah we played evil genius on my computer back in the day yeah so did you see the trailer for evil genius 2 the answer yeah i did i I did but it was a while ago by a while ago i mean a couple days yeah and a lot has happened in a couple days so i don't remember exactly what was going on with I'm just saying, hey, there was a trailer for it, and the trailer doesn't really reveal a whole lot other than pretty much everybody that you would expect to come back comes back. All of the evil geniuses and their minions. And it could be The Incredibles, the video game. (laughs) Yeah, the animation style is very reminiscent of the... Well, the evil genius came out before The Incredibles, so... Well, it's Disney, so therefore what happened was the evil genius creators went into the future and saw the Incredibles and ripped off, ripped it off. Yeah, I can see that. You weren't supposed to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> look here. Yeah. Now look here. Look. What? Look. Not here. Here. Oh, here? <laughs> yeah, right here. No, not over the here. Over there. Uh, there. Look. Listen. Uh, anyway. Did you have any more to talk about other than, well, other than no, you guys no, had really. sex through uh, tactile contact on a keyboard because nope. you played Evil Genius together? Definitely never happened. 
But he did bust a nut in my bed one time. It was pretty funny. Oh, boy. What the hell? Ew. (laughs) Okay, the the story behind that, I'll I'll share that story. We were watching an episode of the Macross Saga. And uh, we were hanging out on his bed, and I had, like, three cans of Mountain Dew that I had stacked up in a very phallic manner (laughs) uh, underneath a blanket. And, and he was pretending to jerk it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. What what really was is we was pretending to fuck the characters on the screen, the the female characters as they came up. And out of nowhere, uh, DJ ro- uh, reaches over and just smashes this tower of Mountain Dew cans, and it pops one open in the middle of the stack. And they were pretty shaken up at this point. So they started squirting everywhere. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So, <laughs> so he starts yelling, I busted it <laughs> uh, Look, I'm going to be honest, since it was Mountain Dew, I'm going to, sounds more like he peed the bed. <laughs> I mean, if, if it had been that newfangled uh, white uh, Mountain Dew that's out this, there, then I, I could go with it. But it's, this it was, was yellow. way before. It was yellow. Color. This was way before variations on Mountain Dew. There was Mountain Dew, and that was it. Whoa, whoa. There, I know the time frame you're talking about. There was Code Red back then. Not in a can. I don't know. I'm just saying it was banned. But the point, it's a good thing it wasn't Code Red, or it'd be something else. <laughs> All I know is that he sprung a leak in my bed. Yeah, he peed the bed. Uh, Raven peed bed. DJ's bed. Yeah, yeah, DJ. <laughs> DJ. I'm really bad with this whole not using... Uh, Stands for dumb jerk. Okay, we can go with that. Hey, whatever. It, go, <laughs> it works. It works for me. Yeah. Wait, so is it your phone or your headset that's low? It's wired, so it's my phone. Using a wired headset. Oh, eh, I read wireless. Like one of those iPhones that uses the same. Yes, part? I have the gay iPhone <sighs> that doesn't have a headphone jack. Um. And if I and, unplug it, it will it will keep going, but it'll be using like my phone's microphone, and I don't know how that works. Probably shitty. Well, at this well, point, also because it's about an, an hour and a like half. Two foot cord, so that's. I got a, a charger cord that'll reach almost anywhere in my room. Then why aren't you using it? Because I got it's got one port. Yeah, his charging oh. cord and. His, Headphone okay, I got what you're the saying. Same thing, because it's an Apple product, and you know they—they're geniuses over there at Apple. Well, they want to sell you their AirPods, so I'm not sure if "genius" is the word I would use. Just assholes. Hey, you remember that one time a couple of years ago that Apple was all like, "We're moving all of our stuff back to America to make everybody happy," so they started buying Apple again. Yep. And then and they now didn't. That we got this uh, trade war with China going on. All of a sudden, Apple's moving thirty percent of their stuff from China to India. Like, wait, I thought you already moved that stuff back to America. Well, they casually snuck it back out. Or they just casually never brought it back home. Yeah, that's all. Classic Apple with the old mm-hmm. bait and switch. Whatever. <clears throat> Since your battery's going dead, does that mean that you're going to take off now? Well, that depends. I have a wireless one that I like really well, but I moved it this morning. And you can't find it? I have no idea where I moved it you to, have, and I've been looking like all day. Yours is one of those uh, Trex, right? It's like Trex Titanium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to have to get one of those from my phone for when I go to the gym. That would work really nice. It, I used Jade's when I went to the gym the other day, and it worked really nice. I thought you said you had some. Huh? When I, no, when I told you that I got them. Yeah, Jade has one. I don't have one for my phone, so I used hers. Are those the bone conducting ones? Yeah. Mm, those are pretty nifty. Well, there you go. All right, well, let's see if the audio quality stays good enough that I'll let you stay. Yep, got to check that out. For the next, like, 20 minutes, because I think we're only going to go about another 20 minutes. If that. Because I don't know what we have to talk about left. You know, we suck. And we decided to fly up the seat of our pants. Dude, we have everything to talk about. We can talk about Final Fantasy VIII. You should write in the description that, uh, sorry if this one sucks. Good luck. I'm not going to say sorry if this one sucks. I'm going to say this is the best one yet. You never apologize for possible suckitude. Not to talk, but no sound is coming through. Yeah, you don't ever apologize for possible suckitude because then people look at it and they're like, "Oh, they don't even have confidence in their own stuff." No, this isn't going to suck. This is going to be probably our best one yet. Yeah, because we're awesome. Yep, that one picks up like everything. Define everything. It like all sorts of like background noise and like and yeah. Well, I I did move around my room with plastic that I had to move. I feel like this is going to be a lot of editing out here. Oh yeah, I'm going to totally edit most of this out. Good, 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 good. Final Fantasy Eight. I'm looking forward to that. So you're uh, saying I will be honest, I'll, I'll be honest. I did not watch that trailer because I didn't feel I needed to because that's awesome anyway. I, I played the old one and it was amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's basically what they should have done with Final Fantasy VII. They just took all of the graphics and made them closer to what we would get nowadays. But in, with Final Fantasy VII, they decided to like, hey, let's just remaster the whole game. And then... Uh, only sell sell them like 10% of the game for $60 and make them pay for Tifa's boobs in a DLC. You, you know people are going to do that. Yeah, people are going to do it. I watched the video and her boobs look just fine in the normal thing, so I don't know. I wouldn't pay for that DLC. But yeah, there's going to be people out there who are like, no, she's got to have boobs the size of Barrett's arms. So... <clears throat> Barrett's got some pretty big arms in case anybody's wondering. I no, no, I no gotcha. Idea. Yeah, like huge. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy VIII. I was I actually read an article not too long ago where they're like, Final Fantasy VIII will never come to current gen consoles. And then like right after that, E3 comes out and they're like, hey, Final Fantasy VIII remastered on the Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC. <laughs> Like, oh, man, they just made you look stupid. <laughs> yep. Who wrote that? Um, I'm going to go type on their uh, their article that they're stupid. I don't remember who it was that posted it, but yeah, it was. They made you look stupid. E3 yeah. had a lot of good stuff at it. I was surprised that they made a Dark Crystal video game to go mm-hmm. with the show. Specifically that they made a tactics game to go with the show. That's an unusual direction to go with a movie tie-in video game well i think they did that because then they don't have to worry about um trying to maintain too much continuity between the game and the series 
they're able to deviate it a little bit and just have the overall concept of each in both. Well, it's it's just a weird decision for me, like picking a tactic style game because those are more uh, in-depth games. They're more complicated. And usually when they do movie tie-ins for games, they want to go with something easy like doing FPSs or like adventure games where it's just a really easy thing and they don't have to, the people who are playing the game don't really have to think they can just go in and like click some buttons and boom, done. I think we all agree that it was an interesting direction, but I still think that the reason why they went an interesting way was to have unfettered continuity uh, between the two. Yep. You got anything, Scotty, anything from E3 that stood out to you? Mm, Not really. Other than cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk 2077 was what stole the stage for me. Yeah, Keanu telling me I was beautiful. I mean, he told everybody else they were beautiful too, but we're all beautiful, according to Keanu Reeves. Confirmed. Excellent. It gets me in my warm fuzzies. It gets you in your jellies? It gets me in my jellies. I feel it in my jellies. Yeah. (laughs) And these other guys don't even have any clue what we're talking about because they didn't go and see Detective Pikachu. Yep. I haven't yet. I'm planning on taking my daughter next week. You know who did go see Detective Pikachu? You and Little Dude? No. Well, yeah, we went and we're the ones who gave the review. And you know what? That review got Vixie to go and see it. And she enjoyed it, in case anyone's wondering. Uh, No More Heroes 3 was a pretty interesting uh, trailer. <laughs> right? Not I did not see that coming. about the other two. But... Yeah. Never even heard of the series, and then that trailer came up, and I'm like, what is this? What series was that? Uh, no More Heroes. And when you said Heroes 3, I thought Heroes of Might and Magic 3. So you almost had that me there for a second. decades ago. <laughs> I still play it. It's an amazing game. Um, Battletoads coming back. Oh, Battletoads trailer is really cool. Three-way couch co-op. Couch co-op, that's what games need more. We were just talking about this. That's why I pointed it out. A month ago. Couch co-op. In fact, a lot of the games that were shown at E3 had co-op capability. I wonder if Borderlands 3... No, not Borderlands. If Wolfenstein's going to have couch co-op. Because it has co-op, but is it going to have couch co-op? Hmm... All right, I might be behind on that. What's couch co-op? That's where all three of us sit on your couch and enjoy the same game on the same screen instead Mm. of having to buy three different versions and have three different TVs. So classic co-op. Yeah. Okay, I got you now. It's console. So last dude cast when we were talking about it, it was how Halo, you used to be able to just sit down at the same TV on same Xbox and watch it. And then they decided randomly to be like, Hey, the Xbox can't handle rendering two different people because it's so much work for the Xbox. So we're just going to split it up and you'll have to each buy your own Xbox, your own TV, your own copy of the game, your own controllers, your own Xbox live account. So, so just so everybody knows, well, I did actually know what it was. I, didn't know that's what it was called. And second of all, I never grew up with any consoles. It's true. You grew up with no consoles. I remember those days. I grew but up with a PC. I was going to say, you grew up with a PC. And that's that's saying something. 
<laughs> playing Doom and Duke Nukem and Space, Space Quest, Quest and Police Quest. And Quest. And oh, sp- Quest. speaking of, Quest I got Glory. Uh, Nukem 64 that, that I can rock out to as well. <sighs> I totally kick your ass. The new Leisure Suit Larry game was on sale the other day and I couldn't buy it. I was pissed. Why couldn't you buy it? Because I didn't have money. Uh, uh, I might have for the Steam for? Supercell. It's called a five-finger discount. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, that was the 90s. Yeah, we're, we're now in the 2020s. <laughs> right, right. I keep forgetting that. Living in the past. Wow. Yeah, why pirate stuff when you could steal it? Wait. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I had a fun run in my life of doing five finger discounts till I got caught. Yeah, now it's hard not to get caught. With all the security they've implemented because of it. It's nearly impossible. And there's so that many that people out sure. there who think that they can do it still. Like this guy that I know, he still kept trying to do it. And I'm like, dude, stop that shit. I'm Is not going to deny also. Um, probably. I don't know if he still does it because I haven't talked to him in several years, but. Well, I, I will say this. Maverick um, seems to have locked security. Found out a couple of weeks ago that my youngest one and his friends walked off with like 30 bucks worth of candy and stuff. <laughs> I could tell you stories about Maverick. Not on the air. I actually I actually <laughs> watched this guy. I was, uh, I was at a Maverick getting fuel for my truck and I went in to to buy some stuff for the day, you know, just something to eat and drink. And I walk in and it was really, really busy. And I see this guy, he kind of stands in line for a second, looks at all the lines and he's like, screw this. and just walked out with all of the shit. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty common to see it happen in, uh, in Maverick because they're so busy that nobody knows. Yep. I've seen it happen a couple times. I watched it happen at a, when I was still living in Washington, it happened at a Walmart there was a dude at the back of the store where all of their alcohol was. Alcohol had just become uh, deregulated, so it didn't have to be sold at state liquor stores. It could be sold in Walmarts. And I was watching this guy. He loaded up on alcohol, and then all of a sudden, he's just standing over in the dairy area. And I went and I grabbed one of the employees that worked there, and I was like, that dude's about to run off with all of that alcohol. And the employee was like, no, he's not. And It'll be fine. He's not He's not going anywhere. He's just standing there looking at, at milk. I'm like, no, he's about to run off with all that alcohol. And the employee was like, no, he's not, and walked away and told me I was just full of it. Like, as soon as that employee walked around the corner where he couldn't watch the guy anymore, the dude booked it out the doors that were right next to the, the emergency exit that was right there next to the dairy and was gone in the parking lot before anybody could get to him. Well, the other part of that, too, is that uh, loss prevention has very heavily stated that you are not to chase anybody down that's stealing something because it might be a danger to you. And there are people that have been fired for running after someone just to get right. a driver's license uh, license plate even. So uh, most employees are just like, whatever. Yeah, but like in that case, if he would have just got on the radio and said, hey, this guy's doing something weird, they Dude link terminated. Something happened? Yeah, it sounds like it. I think he cut out. Like, middle of a story and everything goes dark. I was and like, like, wait, uh, did I just have a stroke? Damn it. <laughs> I was like, did, 
I was like, did my headphones crap out again? What's going on? I was like, did something did something die on my end? I'm like, and I was gonna go and check my phone to make sure everything was okay. No, it was just DJ. He died. His house blew up. He's in <laughs> fuego. I think we might have heard something. That yeah, maybe. Maybe he uh, farted himself to death. You know, poor guy. He just ripped one, and all of a sudden he's like, Ugh. except without that, he just just died. I don't know. Something's still going though, obviously, because Pedo Craig's. I mean, uh, Craig is still <laughs> recording. <laughs> that's, Damn it. that's because none of us have the power to turn him off. I know, but uh, huh? Well, he could get on his phone and shoot a text and say, "Hey, this is what's going on." If if he can still hear us, just saying, you know, sh- <laughs> shoot us a text. Yeah, shoot us a text. Does does he even know he's not connected anymore? That's the real question. Mm. Like, like, is he completely disconnected? No, huh? he's still in the chat. No, he's still, he's still in the chat and everything. So I'm saying, I think he farted himself to death. Oh, now he's gone. Uh-oh. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> See another sound effect I wish I had for a soundboard. Yeah, we'll have to definitely get that classic sounds, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Get that one from, uh, oh, what's... Wheel of Fortune. Oh, uh, what one? The not the buzzer, right? Uh, like bum 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 Oh yeah. Ooh ooh, a, a good one from uh, from game shows would be the one on uh, the Price is Right, where it's like boop boop boop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, actually, since we're there, if, there's a documentary on Netflix about an hour long about the guy who uh, won, like the first the first person that ever won a. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, both of the case, the the uh, showcase showdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time it ever happened was when Drew Carey was hosting. It was it was well after, or no, it was the first season Drew Carey was hosting. It was after Barker had left, but it was an interesting watch if you want to watch Kill Time for an hour. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. But yeah, the guy. What 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 it covered was there was a guy who eighties was always a huge fan of it, and he lived down in the area. So he went to numerous tapings of, and he had a system that he worked out in his head and he could remember all the numbers. I think he's a math teacher. Mm -hmm. And basically he set up this whole system where like he would, he would uh, research how much something cost. And then when he went, he would tell people in the audience, Hey, this is how much you want to bid on it. And he would get it dead on almost every single time. Oh, wow. So, and it was all like, it was all tucked away in his head and like, even to the point that people are like, is he cheating? We got to find out if he's cheating. And they kind of investigated him and stuff like that. But I actually remember a couple of the episodes because I used to watch it a lot in the 90s. And I remember a couple of the episodes that he was on when they show him clips. I'm like, I remember that episode. So that that's very, very interesting. <laughs> Trying try to sound a little bit more excited there. <laughs> No, I was thinking about something else totally uh, unrelated at the same yeah. time. No, it it does seem like like something I'd actually go and watch. Um, do you happen to have the name of said document? I will find it for you. Give me one quick second. You know how interesting can uh, the prices right be? Actually, it's pretty interesting. I used to watch a lot. My mom. Yeah, I used to watch a ton of it. It was awesome back then. What all did I miss while I was vanished? <laughs> uh, it is called Perfect Bid, the contestant who knew too much. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing something about that. 
Yeah, it's on Netflix. You can. It's it was produced for some other network. I'm not sure where, but uh, but it's on Netflix right now. So that's where I saw it. I just happened upon. It. I'm like, oh, it looks, looks like it'd be interesting. I guess it's on Hulu too. So, but anyway, yeah. So write that down. It literally is. It's just an hour long, and it's just it's actually pretty interesting. So. Well, after I uh, binge watch Stranger Things, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, oh, no, this... gonna binge watch Stranger Things. Oh no, yeah, this it's... this this overtakes Stranger Things even. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting conflicting information now. I need clarification. I, I just always assume that Jero is uh, being a dick. He's almost always trolling you. So if he says anything, just assume he's lying. Or just finish watching NGE first. Definitely not. In fact, <laughs> you should just stop watching that and never watch it again. Whoa, whoa. Hey, gay. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch that that fapping to the, the Azure list start or whatever that is. <laughs> I just told him not to watch it, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is where the fapping happens. Okay. Are we watching the same show? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, there's the one part in Evangelion where he jerks off on the girl in the coma. What the hell? Right. What are you recommending to our listeners? Uh, we don't know anymore. With- I'm recommending that they don't watch it. All right. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna include that in the podcast. Nope, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> watch Watch Stranger Things. That that I do recommend. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. And Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror sounds pretty fun, too. Anyway, yeah. In <clears throat> Evangelion, there is a scene where Shinji is jerking off on Asuka while she is Okay, we, we figured that out. Like, we, we so don't I'm know. totally not lying. I had to double check it. I was fucking with you, dude. watch it on YouTube. We done. I was fucking with you. I had to double check because you guys got me thinking, like, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong show. But yes, it does happen. <laughs> God. Sweet, gotcha. <laughs> yep, totally just happened. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, that was a good one. And it's on Netflix, so what the 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 fapping one? I don't know about that one. What What are you talking about then? The Evangelion. Hmm. So make your own choices. That is true. It is a free country. You do what you want. You do you, boo. You do you. Boo. Boo. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, All right. Now it looks like Scotty's trying to fall asleep here on us. I think everybody's starting to fall asleep here on us. Yeah. Does that mean that it's time for us to do our thing where we say goodbye? Yeah. What do you say we wrap this bitch up? Didn't we already like talk about this last time we're not supposed to <clears throat> where's that bell <laughs> what? we don't what? have one <laughs> you know we could make it very interesting and all of us could go get a bell yeah <laughs> we really should that way because every one of us hears something different at like different times so the bell this is true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true <sighs> there he goes again <laughs> All righty. Well, hey, guys, thanks for the ride. Um, <laughs> this has been a very interesting show, actually. <laughs> so This is us kind of speaking off the cuff. So if you made it this far, congratulations, you might win a million dollars. No, you not, won't. Not from us, but 
from somewhere, you might win a million dollars. So uh, I hear the lottery's got pretty. It, that is, yeah, the lottery's going on. Go ahead, go, go play the lottery. You might win something. I don't know, but uh, anyway, uh, for DJ Raven and Scotty, I'm J Row, and I think we're gonna go ahead and take off now. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Oh, you went back to the cheese bags, did you? Later, dudes. Peace out. Until next time. I mean, I could go along the lines of, uh, you know, you go home or I don't, I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> you are done. You, you can done. stop now. Okay. <laughs> do, 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 boom, do. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's it for Dudes Out for Freedom. Make sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dudes from Altaria and go check out Vixie's Twitch at twitch.tv slash kunovix.